Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of Which Game First. It is our annual Firsties Award. This is where we rank the best of the games we have reviewed this year. It, we're putting almost 90 games in contention for these awards. I'm here with my decades-long gaming buddies, Evan Bernstein. Hello, everyone. Ed Povolitis. Hi, guys. And Mike Grenier. Let's go! Without any further ado, here is Evan to introduce the first category. The category is Best Icebreaker or Party Game. This award goes to the game that is quick and easy to play in a casual setting. And the nominees are Connected Clues, Regicide, Stella Dixit Universe, The Crew, Mission Deep Sea, Town 66. And the winner for Best Icebreaker or Party Game is The Crew, Mission Deep Sea. What a fun time I have had with this game. I have played it, I think, five times with my family already. That's a lot, saying, considering how many games we need to play. (laughs) Mm -hmm. How did they handle the uh, no talking kind of rules in this game? Uh, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes with difficulty because, uh, you know, they really want to more mm. than anything, complain when somebody plays it wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so they handled it as well as we do basically. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but um, the art is so nice. It's got a beautiful flow. They really know how to do these card games. Yeah, what's, what's nice is that it's a trick taking game that you're working cooperatively with other people, which makes it easy for those um more casual gamers or game adjacent friends you can kind of well you can do the trick taking game right so come on over mm-hmm. i want to show you how this is played we're working together the the atmosphere is very chill trying to play but still challenging because these puzzles get really difficult and that's our winner for best icebreaker or party game the crew mission deep sea Our next category is for Best Art and Presentation. This award goes to the game that shows the most engaging or compelling use of art. And its presentation brings you immediately into the game. Our nominees are... Ahoy! Apex Theropod Deck Building Game. Holy. Radlands. Return to Dark Tower. And Seesaw and Paper. And the winner is... Sea Salt and Paper by Bombex Games. This one was a real surprise. It it was just a kind of a last minute pick from for a uh, for one of our digital games, our online nights, our Mm -hmm. online gaming nights, and what a delight it turned out to be. Oh man, I, I advocated really hard for this game because the art was really memorable. It just stuck in my head days after playing this game. And this was a, such a challenging category because there's so many impressively um, well-concepted you know, art games out there now with very distinctive styles and components. And, and now, it's, but this one, the origami art was like, wow, that is new and different. 
It is unique. We've not seen a game look like this before. It definitely stands out. And it's beautifully done at the same time. And when you have that combination, you've got a winner on your hand. You've got a great looking game. And that's Sea Salt and Paper, the winner of Best Art and Presentation. The next category is Best Educational Game for choosing Science or History. This award goes to the board game which promotes education and learning through gaming. And the nominees are Ark Nova, Dominant Species Marine, Hardback, Rise, Rocketman, and Viviculture. And the winner is Ark Nova! <laughs> <laughs> Animals gone wild. Now, the thing that points out this game is that there was a lot of games out there that had like a nice little touch of science and learning something. But here, Ark Nova, everything about it was teaching me something new. Every card was a, a cool animal, and it, it showed you a little bit about the animal through trace, and you're building enclosures in your zoo, and how to interrelate with each other. And like, oh, you got to put the, you know, hey, you got to put this next to the water because, you know, Hey, those lizards want water. <laughs> yeah, the taxonomical names for all the animals are on there, mm-hmm. which is which is always great. Plus, it introduces you to some to other people in the game, uh, sponsors, and other uh, kinds of professionals in the community that are doing work on on animal habitats, animal research, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it gives you just a full sort of appreciation of an entire system in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, by which we're able to learn so much more about the great animals of the world. Yeah, and I was going to mention too, like how much I didn't realize, or I guess I realized it, but I didn't think of it, how one zoo has so many animals from different corners of the world that different countries have to be cooperating on that and, and the kind of politics and stuff that goes into that when you're trying to build the zoo. And the other thing I like about that right on that same track is it shows you how much effort there is and really to bring forth the conservation moment. And that's our winner for best educational game, Arc Nova. The next category is best strategy game. This award goes to the games that keep you up late at night mm-hmm. wondering what strategy you'll try next or which one you wish you'd already tried. And the nominees are Arc Nova, Battleline Medieval, Dominant Species Marine. It's a Wonderful World. Return to Dark Tower. And the crew, Mission Deep Sea. And the winner is Dominant Species Marine by GMT Games. Who wants to start? We played the original Dominant Species, and one thing I really liked about this new version is now, instead of having that large program, like you have to try to predict what people are doing, you're instantly taking tactics now, and that was, I think, a really smart move in this new version of the game. I also think it took a really cool tactical shift about two-thirds of the way through the game when you started introducing like the deep sea creatures and kind of mythical mystical creatures and stuff 
where it, it kind of changed the outlook on how safe mm. you felt earlier in the game. Mm, yeah, as you dug, as you went deeper into the ocean, things did get scary. <laughs> the art was beautiful in this game, and uh, the hex board was really drew drew you in. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought it really mimicked the ocean quite well. Uh, so it made me. I'm not a I'm not a strategist by nature. It made me want to really think about how best to win this game. And I couldn't help but think, oh my gosh, how much playtesting went into this game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think of all the games we played in 2022, this was near the top, if not the top, of what I would think had to have the most possible playtesting. It was that, that deep as far, deep. As, the, as, far as the rules and the strategies go. And that's our best strategy game of the year, Dominant Species Marine. Next up is our best themed game. This award goes to the game whose theme was best executed throughout its narrative, flavor, rules, components, and mechanics. And the nominees are Ark Nova, Doodle Dungeon, Paint the Roses, Return to Dark Tower, and Viticulture. And the winner is Paint the Roses by North Star Game Studio. So anytime you've got the theme of the Alice in Wonderland world or, you know, Alice (laughs) through the looking glass, you have a certain level almost of expectation, no matter what it is you're doing, whether it's a game, a, um, uh, you know, a series, a a, a spinoff, whatever, you, you have sort of this image in your mind of what it sort of should be. And this game perfectly delivers and definitely puts you in the queen of hearts garden <laughs> and you feel like you're getting chased around but, <laughs> which you are right uh, the chasing was incredible use of theme and an incredible mm-hmm. use of bringing in a mechanic that was heavily theme based perhaps the best use of theme based mechanics i've ever seen you literally have the queen chasing you around your scoreboard that act gets really close to you, I gotta say. Yeah, there's a lot of race and chase games out there, but like this one here, I didn't get to play. But from the way people were telling me about it, it just felt like they were so nervous after playing it. So I had to have captured that real feeling of of uh, frenetic chase. Yes, scene. there was so much more that you were paying attention to that that also having to take pay attention to the queen chasing you was very disorienting, which again (laughs) is all part of the Alice in Wonderland theme. And that is our best themed game winner, Paint the Roses. The next category is Best Archaeological Find. These are games that are more than 25 years old. The version we played had to be over 25 years old to be considered for this category. And the nominees are Catan, Hugo, Das Schlossgespenst, Flounder, Snoopy, and the Red Baron. And the winner for Best Archaeological Find is Snoopy and the Red Baron 
by Milton Bradley. (laughs) (laughs) Milton, you finally made it on the winning board. Yes, congratulations. (laughs) I feel like this is going to be a controversial pick, especially after throwing Katana into the category. But like, there was a lot more out loud laughing and interaction in this game than I've had in Katana in a while. So uh, I'll give it props for that. Uh, I think the sheer surprise of just how enjoyable this game was <laughs> yes. won, won it its place in Best Archaeological Find. Yeah. Uh, most delightful, most surprising archaeological find. Mm-hmm. Um, pleasantly surprising archaeological find. Uh, the The physical game itself had such interesting and components that you just don't see in games these mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. And then that unexpected delight of the secret uh, Red Baron's bullets not knowing whether or not they're going to hit was mm-hmm. just <laughs> delightful. It was hilarious <laughs> nonsense. Yeah, I was really impressed with the charm of this game. When I first heard, like, oh, Snoopy and the Red Baron? How is that going to come off? But when you see it, <laughs> and it's like, wow, this is really charming. And then trying to cast the little marble with the newbie, but you only got to cast the right one. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and and me, I kept confusing which is the right marble I'm supposed to be blocking, which one I'm supposed to be catching. And that just added, in a way, to the fun, enjoyment, and laughter, as Celeste said, about playing this game. <laughs> you really felt the uh, fog of war there? <laughs> I, I, I don't know why, but I did. And yeah. then I kept getting it wrong, and I laughed even more. Mm. The, big out, the big outrageous freestanding pieces too it just like it made it really unforgettable <laughs> and that's our best archaeological find for 2022 Snoopy and the Red Baron and the next category is best online game this award goes to the game that translated best and was even improved from its physical counterpart and the nominees are Equinox, Hardback, It's a Wonderful World, Space Base, and Vector Race 2nd Edition. And the winner is Vector Race 2nd Edition! (laughs) 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 Vector Race, I mean, who would have thought that this little simple race game would have been so engaging. Mm-hmm. Mm. And frustrating. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what was engaging about it to me is that I was just like, I know I can do better. I have to try again. And I did play twice and I got swatted both times. I just like how much you had that need for speed and like, yeah, yeah. go all the way up to fourth gear. Okay, turn. Yeah. Yeah, I took nothing but nitrous no, and no steering. <laughs> so definitely my fault. <laughs> what I found about this game is that the concept is intriguing because there's no game board per yes. se. Mm-hmm. It's just pieces that you play out on a flat on a flat surface. So playing the game in person has its own unique quality to it. Mm-hmm. But then how does that translate to the online version of the game? And it does great. It mm-hmm. does a great job of it. So that was unique in that this game plays just as well, but as the category implies, maybe even better online. And it still has a novelty about playing it in person that made mm-hmm. it also intriguing. 
Um, so it, it, it succeeded on both levels for me. Yeah, and I think the upgrade part of it, if you want to talk about how in some ways it's better online, there's none of this fuzzy math measurements online (laughs) (laughs) because you have these little plates that you put in person. You have to say, oh, yeah, from this part of the plate to that part, that's how he moves. But online, it moves you exactly how you're supposed to move. So Mm -hmm. there's no fudging. It's like, oh yeah, that was inside, right? No, <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess it wasn't as close as I thought it was. Yeah, the visualization online of cornering and sh- you know showing you what that's going to look like was mm-hmm. extremely useful as well. Because again, in person, there's no board, so uh, it requires less guesswork online as well. Mm-hmm. And that's our best online game, Vecto Race Second Edition. And now, the moment I have been waiting for this whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is time for the firsty worsty. <laughs> this um, award goes to the game that simply has no good reason to be played. <laughs> With the best move probably being to bury it deep, deep in the <laughs> ground. <laughs> and the nominees are Balloon Pop. Fantastic Voyage Game. Nope. <laughs> Space 1999. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> and the SWAT Game. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner for Firsty Worsty is the SWAT Game by Milton Bradley. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's it's... funny. They won one and they got a yeah, Milton yeah. takes the board twice. <laughs> Ignominity uh, has arrived once again to Milton Bradley. Now, uh, for full clarity, the SWAT game is not, we're not talking about, you know, phoning in a SWAT call, you know, that people do online and that kind of Mm -hmm. prank, which is sometimes called the SWAT game. Uh, This, (laughs) no, 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 no. Uh, This was after the um, television show from the 1970s, SWAT. I forget what channel it on. Doesn't matter, but it's one of these games Milton Bradley and other companies like them would put out just, you know, uh, for the sake of Spit the fact that, that a show was popular. Yeah. Churn at one, out. At Churn one, out. At one point. Yeah. <laughs> Barf out. I mean, cardboard police cars that you had to fold together that, oh. of course, didn't stay. And oh, they, they had like a tiny little pen line drawing of the word police on the side. Yeah, that was the best part of the game. <laughs> Celeste is trying to help you. It was that was the best cool part. seeing the ship, the, I mean, uh, the truck. And they're supposed to put the guys in the back, but they don't quite fit. No. Very well. Maybe yeah. they were trying to, true to reality, maybe more people in a truck than... <laughs> Hanging off the SWAT of, van, yeah, right? <laughs> I don't know. Like, the drawings on the standees that you were supposed to use were these... Barely legible pen drawings <laughs> of like people that didn't even look like yeah. they were policemen in weird costumes, and yeah, then they like, like mall cops or something. Yeah, yeah, and then at they, best, yeah, yeah, and they were clearly like tearaway cardboard chits, mm-hmm. and oh. the board was this gray. Just ugh, a mass of gray squares. A gray grids. I mean, not, but yeah. at least also you know, maybe it was ugly, right? But it was awesome to play, right? False. You're, <laughs> so you have this spinner here that half the spaces on the spinner did nothing. 
Seventy-five percent of the spinner said stay. Said stay. <laughs> but, but wait, you want the best part is you want it to do nothing because if it does something, then the criminals you're after just teleport to another part of the board. Oh, yeah, clever so criminals. all the work you've done to catch them. No, they just vanished. They're on a, a different uh, quarter of the board. They and they didn't even put a. Fo- this is this is you chasing criminals throughout the city, mm-hmm. but rather than putting in a nice photograph of the city that the <laughs> say the television show was based in, mm-hmm. instead on the board they have these cheesy cartoon drawings of a city like <laughs> scooby-doo style yeah. oh my gosh they couldn't get the stock footage of the city that they use for the show no, but weirdly <laughs> they put stock footage in the corners of the bo- board <laughs> yeah have, oh yeah right which have no special oh. purpose to so, them so other it's than a combi- being a space yeah it's yeah. a combination of coloring drawing and and photos and the photos look like they hit pause on the vhs tape <laughs> or something and took a photo of it on the tv screen <laughs> they were that, that bad kind of quality that quality yeah i think the worst part of the game for me is that you had to get a jack count to catch the criminal yep and you're gonna move so slow and they teleport away it seemed like the best strategy was to just camp out at one (laughs) bait and wait for the criminal to show up there and then try to grab (laughs) him that's exactly right ed i was gonna say that that is exactly right so the, the best, best strategy is, do is to nothing. just do nothing. Stay. That's <laughs> That's right. Solid game design. <laughs> Much like thermal nuclear war, the only way to win is not to, not play. to play. Don't move. And, and don't this play. is a tough category, guys. I mean, yeah. we got Balloon Pop, Stiff Fantastic Voyage game, and Space 1999 uh, up against shocked it. that Fantastic Voyage didn't win. I, I thought but I understand. It got, it got a couple um, uh, votes, that's yeah. for sure. It was understand how SWAT just inched it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. That is our firsty worsty for the 2022, <laughs> the SWAT game. And finally, it's our game of the year. Woo. This is the game that was published within the last 24 months, excluding games that are reprints or new additions. And without further ado, the nominees are Arkanova, Return to Dark Tower, and The Crew Mission Deep Sea. And the winner is Return to Dark Tower! My restoration game. Oh boy. (laughs) Me. Well, uh, certainly one of the most anticipated games of the year. So it had a high bar to set, and the game met it. It it was so worth the wait. Uh, this game really brought it. I mean, I was a little skeptical of that tower at first. I mean, I, I kicked out of the game. I was like, yeah, it could be cool. It's a classic game. We would like to see the, the new you know, revision of this game come out in. When I first set up that tower and then you now the app started making those little cool sounds and it started spinning, I was like, uh, this is kind of yeah. cool. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, like, honestly, the nostalgia from this game set such a high bar because, like, this yes. game could come out and ruin people's childhood. Yeah, if it, was it, it could have been, right. It could have been the phantom menace of board games. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, bite your tongue, bite your uh, tongue. It could have yeah. been, though. <laughs> the stakes were that high Definitely. for this game. Yeah, man, when I saw that thing operate properly and just making spinny noises and dropping, just spewing oh, out these little spew- skulls. Yeah, skulls spit oh, at you. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, this how is can, awesome. How can you not love that? Like, I really mm-hmm. hope this is the kind of game that if a younger person is playing it right now, 
like 20 years from now, they're going to go, remember that game that returned to Dark Tower? It was amazing. And then they make it even cooler to Return one. to Dark Tower. <laughs> exactly. It's like all holographic and like stuff jumps out and bites at you and stuff. Like who knows what they're going to do next round. But for now, this is an awesome update for this yeah, game. I love totally it. nailed it. And I like how each of the different characters have their own different ability mm-hmm. and special powers that they kind of like step up for their own path in the game like hey why don't you take care of that you know skull problem you have over there while i go and beat up on this guy over here mm-hmm. it had a real pandemic feel of pressure where early on you're like oh we're handling this just fine and then all of a sudden it's like this thing coughs out like your doom on half the board (laughs) (laughs) you're just like "Uh uh-oh we're in more trouble than we thought we were we should not have relaxed so much it just how how it was written as well in the stories Mm -hmm. um that that it that it tells it 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 didn't come off as cheesy or kind of just you know like just eh, okay i was engrossed i really i really Mm -hmm. you know i i i was invested in the in the victory that that sadly didn't come for us but still had a great time I thought, yeah, I thought the world building also didn't feel super derivative, like a game, any fantasy game could just feel super derivative of mm-hmm. some other fantasy game. But I didn't feel like that in this. It felt like its mm. own unique place that they worked hard to, like, actually make it unique. Uh, with all those things going on, it was still an accessible game. It wasn't mm. difficult to teach. I can get, you know, people playing this game for the first time, playing within, you know, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. That is really something to say. And uh, check out this designed, uh, the, the list of designers, uh, Tim Burrell Selward, Isaac Childress, Noah Cohen, Rob Davio, Justin D. Oh, Jacobson, and Brian Neff. Uh, I'm, I'm not familiar with all those people on that list. I'm familiar with some of them. And look, I mean, yeah. It, it, those are got industry really, heavyweights. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the serious, serious uh, game designers <laughs> um, putting, putting their everything into this game and boy did the results come off great oh, man. yeah i think all of you will know some of them and some of you will know all of them but they're mm-hmm. all great designers and they really nailed it and that is our game of the year Woo-hoo. return to dark tower and thank you everybody for joining us for another year of great game reviews looking forward to 2023 we hope you had a great time yeah, I had so much fun with all of you playing these games, meeting all these new people online that come to watch us too. So hopefully we'll have another awesome year, and I'm hoping you'll all stick around for another ton of reviews. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Okay, I'll stop the recording. All right. <laughs>